Welcome to Talking with Jay. I'm your host, Jay, and today I'll be talking about what's it like being a firefighter and what college was like with my guest, Alex, who I'll be referring to as Coop. I hope you enjoy our unscripted show and are ready to listen to what we're about to talk about. So, Coop, say hi to everybody. Hey, guys, what's going on? I'm Coop. Uh, so I have a few questions for you. Uh, first thing I want to talk about is this whole firefighter thing. So what is it that made you want to become a firefighter? Well, I mean, to be honest, it was, I kind of got thrown into it a little bit. Um, my dad's been a firefighter for the town for 45 years. Um, and it really just happened after that. Uh, I didn't really have anywhere to go after high school. Because college was kind of a no-go for me, and I didn't know what else to do, so I just took a chance, signed up, and got on. What do you mean by college was a no-go for you? Well, I did a full year, Mm -hmm. and it was okay and all, but, I mean, I just didn't like it. They say college isn't isn't for everybody, so, I mean, I just fell under that category. I just didn't like it. It wasn't worth my time. It wasn't worth the money, and so I just basically dropped out. What was the most challenging thing about, like, being in college for you? I mean, nothing really. It was just trying to stay up to schedule with with the um, homeworks and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And even then, I mean, it wasn't that hard. It was just motivation trying to do it every day and not really getting anything out of it other than a degree, but that was going to take, like, two years or four years. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, during that time, it's just, yeah. It's just a constant repeat, repetition, repetition. You know, I didn't have a car, so I had to bike everywhere. So it was, you know, wake up in the morning at like 7 o'clock, go to school, come home, go to work, do the whole thing over, all over again. It was tiring. Other than like, um, that like not being able to like find the right motivation and um, you just feeling like it wasn't for for you, like, what, what was your experience like in college? Like, even though, like, you ended up leaving, would you say it was, like, overall a good experience? Well, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. I was the class of 2019, so I had a graduation in a car. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, everything else was basically online. The pandemic was screwing everything up. Right. And so yeah. college, the first whole year of college for me was on a computer. I never got to go on campus. I never did, you know, got to experience anything. Right. So it was like, I'm looking at a screen all day and it's, you know, just talking back to me. What am I supposed to do with that? How am I supposed to get any motivation from listening to a computer all day? <laughs> right. So do you think that, like, once the pandemic and all of that is, like, officially gone, you will want to go back to, like, college and see, like, what the actual experience is, like, being on campus and all of that? Well, you know, I, I've been thinking about that mm-hmm. because the, the college that I went to is a community college. Right. So, I mean, there was nothing really cool about it to begin with. There were no dormitories, no, um, you know, parties or suites or anything, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's all just you walk in and you walk out and your day's done. Um, I'm probably thinking of going back later, but I, I might, if I do end up going back, I might transfer to where to see if i can get that experience somewhere do you have any idea of where you would want to go to not really in particular but i'll probably stay in the state uh, if it comes into that i plan on going back 
down south. I spoke about this on my last podcast. I plan on going back down south for uh, college. But then yeah. after college, I'll probably end, uh, most likely going to end up coming back up north. Just because, like, this is where I was raised, so, like, I'm used to it up here. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. It would make sense. Yeah, if only I could just, like, make the winters a little shorter, it would be better. But <laughs> Do you think that uh, becoming a firefighter also had an impact on, um, like, just deciding to drop out of college? Well, you see, here's the funny thing, all right? I dropped out around... Um, I keep saying dropout. I wouldn't really say that, but I I stopped going around. Um, I want to say after summer because I completed my full year, right. and then I just never yeah. restarted. So I have a full year under my belt. But the let me let me try to explain this. The whole decision of doing that had nothing to do with college, really. Mm-hmm. And college had nothing to do with that. So the two and two never went together. I was done with college. And all of a sudden, I needed to jump into something. So I jumped into that, if that makes sense. Uh, you, you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It didn't really have any direct um, influence on each other. So it wasn't like uh, you started, you started like uh, being a volunteer and then you were in college while you was a volunteer or something and then like after a while you was like you know what i think this is what i want to stick to it was just like just happened yeah just yeah because after after the summer i, I just kind of stopped going i never you know redid my classes and one day i just you know took the chance put in my application and i got on and never since then i've gone on with firefighting instead of college right so instead of going back to college, I went into the volunteering mm-hmm. area, you know? Uh, so speaking of firefighting and being a volunteer and all of that, um, what would you say that since you have become a, a firefighter, um, what's been, like, um, your favorite part of all of this? Like, I'm saying favorite part where I, I know this is a very, like, stress. that's a very stressful business and, like, Oh, I, I know you what never you mean. Know, but like, um, like now my, when it comes to like the community or like things that you've been involved in, like what would you say has been like the best part um, since you've become a firefighter? Honestly, I'd have to say helping the community. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love I love the small town feel. There's nothing else like it. And plus the adrenaline rush, you never know what you're gonna get next. I mean, it can be anything. Every single time I think one call is going to wrap it all up, all of a sudden there's something else that, you know, tops it over by, like, two. Right. And it's something that I never expect I'd ever see. So, I mean... It always keeps but, you yeah. on your toes. You never know what's going to oh, happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, it's like, it's like one of the greatest, you know, amusement park rides you can get. I mean, it's just, it's just high, high adrenaline. Right. You never know what you're going to get. And on top of that, you're you're helping the people of the community because we're there for their you know worst days, and we we help them out and we do what we got to do. Mm-hmm. And you know when we run like um, events and stuff like that, we get to educate these people and get to have them understand what we do and how we do it and why we do it. And it's there's no greater feeling than you know like a kid running up to you and say, "Damn, I want to be like you one day." You know, it's just it's really cool. Right. <laughs> like, so you know. 
what is it all that like you currently do since you just you know you said you could educate educate us a little bit what all is it that you at least do right now i'm in the position of getting my fire one still um so that's uh, the first basic certification Uh it goes by all certifications so you get one thing for one thing so say for instance you want to be like you want to run the truck you want to be the engineer You'd have to get a pump uh, certification or a pump operator certification to run the knobs on the trucks that bring the water in right. to the lines to fight the fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. So right now my first one is Fire One, which is the most basic certification that you can get. Mm-hmm. Um. So usually right now I'm I'm the probie, so I'm I'm the new guy. Right. <laughs> so what they do is they usually have me get everything that we need off the trucks whenever we get to a scene um size up the scene basically it's, it's all just you know stand by unless you need it unless you need to get something off the truck and that's that's really it you know it's just a um like apprenticeship like you're learning on the job almost so what's and you gotta the, watch what's been the most challenging thing that you've had to face since um you become a firefighter even though you're the newbie I'm pretty sure that there's been at least one time where you were needed for something. So what would you say is the like biggest biggest challenge that that you face so far? Honestly, and this might surprise you, um, it's getting used to the to daily life again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because now you have like I call it a minotaur, um, and that's I think what it's actually called. I, I have a pager that's, you know, strapped to my, my belt now. And whenever that thing goes off, it's like, I got to go. Right. It doesn't really matter where I am unless it's, you know, like a family event or I'm working. You know, if I'm not doing anything and that thing goes off at one o'clock in the morning, you, you got to go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's, it's not hard, but it's a little challenging in sort of, you know, some um, events um let me say for an example so there was a thanksgiving game that was against uh the blue devils and farmington and that was this year uh-huh and you know my brother was there my family was there i, I was, was there and we were playing and you know i'm sitting there and it's all nice and everything but all of a sudden the thing goes off oh. you know so i'm like do, should i really go do i really need to go right now and, you know, it, there's certain times when you really need to, and there's certain times when it's like, it's okay. Right. But this was a really, you had to go this time. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, I had to leave them and I had to go. I had to go to the scene. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I know you wanted to be there and watch us kill Farmington, but. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, other than that, it's it's not really, it's, it's challenging at times, but you, you do what you got to do. You know, well, what would you say has been the most memorable thing that's happened? Um, hmm. oh, you got to think about that one. That's a that's a hard one, yeah, because there's been a lot of stuff that's happened. I mean, it doesn't um, have to just be like the most memorable thing. It could could be the the most shocking, uh, the hardest thing that you've endured so far. Um, just like what's or just like the first big memorable thing that you can you can think the most, of. The most memorable thing was probably my first call. All right, 
the first time I ever got one. Um, so I'm in the gym. I used to go to the YMCA. And I got the leg press machine at like 750. That's all it. right. And yeah, first, that's first it. of all, before and, you continue um, this story, I just want to say the leg press is sucks. Okay. It I don't does. I don't see I don't see how you went from uh working out with coach to using a leg press cuz he is Whoa, very adamant. He okay. is very adamant about how much okay. he hates the leg press. So that what what would make you want to <laughs> I don't care if you had said I could leg press a 1000 pounds. That ain't nothing. That don't work. That it's ain't an no eagle workout. Lift, it's an eagle lift. You got to show the people how strong you are. That ain't no workout. <laughs> anyways, anyways, anyways. So the thing goes off, and I, I had to take a second to actually realize what was going on. Mm-hmm. So what happens is whenever you get paged, it goes off twice. So it goes off the first time, and I thought nothing of it. Well, all of a sudden, the second time it goes off, I'm like, I actually got something, you know. And um, so I get all my stuff. I run to my run to, run to my vehicle, and. I'm like, I gotta go. Hop in the truck, get my stuff on, and we're going to this. Um, it was a false alarm, but it was over at the plating company. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> all these people are looking at me, and I'm looking at them. And the chief's over here looking me up, to, you know, from top to bottom, because my bunker gear wasn't on right. So my straps are hanging out down below. And he's, he looks at me, and he's like, "Kid, you got a lot to learn." I'm like, yeah, I do. He pulls, he pulls my um, straps, and he's like, that's your first lesson right there. You got to put your straps on next time. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. So we're sitting there for a while. The rain's coming down, and um, he comes up to me again, and he knocks my helmet off. He's like, kid, you got to tighten up your helmet, brother. I'm like, well, dude, you knocked it over. He's like, yeah, and? He's like, it should be tighter than that. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, that's your second lesson. Well, you never, like, went over that before you was called? Well, you see, it's it's funny because it's one thing to to do it intentionally, if you know what I mean, like like training and going over it. Right. And you should know this because you're a football player. It's one thing to train, but it's another thing when you're actually, actually doing it. Actually going through it, yeah. It's like you got the adrenaline going, you got everything going, and it's not muscle memory yet, so you're, you're going to make mistakes, obviously. Right, right. You know, but yeah, that that first call was that was funny. It was a funny first call. Um, I knew right then and there that I was I was gonna be this was gonna be a good thing for me. How many times did you, you mess know. up putting on your gear since then? Well, ever since then, I mean, the helmet's been tight and the the straps on the bunker gear have been on, so I mean, not many. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'd, I'd say maybe maybe once or twice, and that was it. Ever since then, I could I could never imagine myself becoming a firefighter. I mean, like I, when I was younger, I actually thought about that, but yeah. now I'm just like, nah, nah. Cause you see, it's not it's not for everybody. Yeah. And the the more and more I get into it, the more and more I realize that you gotta be a certain. You gotta have a certain drive, and you gotta be a certain person to to do it. In my opinion, right? That's why I mean, you weren't not, good at football. It's not a walk why, why even as a senior you was you were still sitting on the side with the freshman? Oh man, dude, come on! You're gonna expose me like that? Oh my god! 
Well, you see, if anything, if anything, I'd have to thank football for motivating me into becoming a firefighter in a sense, all right? Because after football, I continued to lift. I continued to focus on cardio and strength and agility. And if I had stopped that and all of a sudden tried to become a firefighter, it would have never worked out the way that it's working out right now. So honestly, I have a lot to thank Coach Shea and everybody on the football team for. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) It's obviously all thanks to me and my support and me telling you that I was going to be starting as a sophomore, which I would have had COVID not happen, that that you were able to reach this point in your life. So you're welcome. Right. Right, <laughs> right. This is all. This, this is all thanks to me. Um, and you know what? The only way that I can really see myself being repaid is if you give me money. So. Oh. What's that? Wait, what? So I'll be taking. I'll be taking uh five thousand dollars. Let's say. Yeah. You're asking a little much, sir. You're asking a little, little too much that's, right now. We're in COVID times, dude. Come on. That's chump change. What you talking about? Oh my God. That's gonna be what gas prices are gonna be soon. <laughs> you see about uh, I know, I know you saw it. It's all over the news with uh, the invasion. Oh, Ukraine. Yeah. So, I, I, I didn't actually think that was gonna happen. Like I. Well, I, I had a friend in the deli. Um, that I used to work at, and he was a marine. And he was telling me, he's like, just you watch, it's going to happen, because it happened before, actually, in 2014, I want to say, when they invaded Crimea. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, nobody's going to do anything unless they do a direct attack on, like, say, the United States or, like, Germany or something like that. So, right. I mean, you know, it's, it's all it's all going to be a puppet game, basically. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to try to supply Ukraine, Ukraine's going to try to defend themselves, and Russia is going to come in and just annihilate everybody. Think this is actually going to be a world war three? I feel, I feel, you know, like, I feel like this kind of to be being honest, blown too much. I don't think it's going to be a next world war three. I feel like it's probably going to be big, but not to that stature. To be honest, I'd say that it's already happened. World war three has already happened. Yeah. All right, we're on to like world war four already. How's world war three already happened? Well, you gotta, you gotta think. I mean, look at the Afghanistan war, the Pakistan, the war in Pakistan. Um, and the Syria and the Middle East region. Look how many countries are in there. You know what I mean? I mean, but still, that's not technically... Like, I'm pretty sure... No, no it's not technically, but it, it still is a really big conflict that right. happened. It is a big event. But it, I wouldn't say it's a world war. Yeah, yeah, but I mean... But, y- yeah, you're right. But I mean, I, I've been wrong before, though. Like, I, that's why I'm not going to say I don't think this whole, everything that's going down now, I'm not going to say that I don't think that it's going to be the next world war. Because when I was a freshman, I said that I think COVID, that I thought COVID was just being blown out of proportion. And yeah. <laughs> then look, I look what happened. Yeah. the next two years at home. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to give my, what I think either way. Like, it might be, it might not be. I'm not sure, but all I know is this, this bunch of just... I Dude, I, I just, I, I take everything... Necessary. I think, I take every day, you know, just day by day now. Right. 
I mean, that's the only way that I'm able to do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't really try and plan ahead. I, I don't like preparing for things. I just like going with how everything goes, because mm-hmm. that's when things are usually the best. You know, you sit there, yeah. you have everything structured, and you're just like walking around, living your life like a robot. You ain't going to enjoy well, if it's jack. Good enough, you know, it, it will take off. Yeah. You know, like like careers and stuff like that or dreams. If you get your foot in the door and it's you feel good about it, most of the times a lot of that is unscripted and it's it's usually, you know, like a all of a sudden event. You know, right. you it take a risk and then after and that then all of a sudden a then it builds into something. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's why I'm doing this podcast and everything because 'cause I'm really like I'm really interested in like the communications field. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like just trying to understand everything and get into it and see yeah. if this is really where I might end up going or not. Because you know, my dad, he's he's already uh he works in communications. So, okay. Uh, I mean, who knows? Volunteers, we got to be pretty discreet with how you know we say things and what we say. Okay. Because everything just you know it the moment you say something, it always has the potential to just come back. Right. And that's the thing that really kind of, you know, worries, worries me sometimes. Cause it's like you wanna you wanna be able to tell your stories and do all that stuff. Because you got a big mouth and you don't know when to stop talking. Okay, well, look who's talking. All right. Am I, am all right. I wrong? Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Is You're not right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's like um, it's it kind of sucks a little bit. Because it's all, it's all, you know, um, yeah. Right, it's right. Just, it's all, you know what um, I mean? yeah, I, I get what you mean. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't really, I don't really go through that because, you know, I'm not a firefighter, but. Well, it's almost, it's almost like being a hero a little bit. I don't like to use that word, but that's the only way that I can really describe it. It's like you have to have an alter ego. <laughs> what? <laughs> That was corny as hell. That was cheesy. I am Superman. You got no. a, you got a secret identity. Maybe. Who knows? This brother really said a, a hero. <laughs> you, you, Come on. You know, you know, you know that you said that because you you wanted you wanted a little praise, acting like acting like I did. I did. Yeah. I did. I did. <laughs> you said you said I don't like saying this. That's what people say when they try to get somebody else to be like, no, oh no, no. No, it's okay. You are a hero. Is that what you wanted? That well, no, that's that's the one thing, because I don't want to be known as a hero, though. That's why I said I don't like using that word. I really don't. I mean, I'm just some guy that decided to be, you know, a helper one day, I guess, uh, to help the community out, and that's it. <laughs> you know, might want to edit out the whole uh, hero thing, too. You know, I, I could really, really use that. I don't think I'm gonna do that. No. No. You know I need. Do you want your five? You want your five grand? Yeah. It came back, didn't it? Yes, it did. So, (laughs) so, so, if I if I if I edit that hero part out, you gonna give me five thousand dollars? We'll have to see. Maybe. Mm -mm, Put it on your mother right now. Whoa. Where's my mom? Yeah, she ain't here. Oh my god. 
This is going downhill real quick now. Okay. All right. On to the next thing. I don't know what to say. You know what? I think that's a good time to end this podcast. It might be a good time, yeah. Thank you all for listening to this show today. I hope you enjoyed yourself. And if you have any questions or suggestions for what you would like to hear us talk about for the next week, then please leave a comment and I'll try to use some of your suggestions. You can find this podcast on YouTube and Apple Podcasts at Talking With Jay or on Spotify. Uh, look up my name at, at Jalen Thickpin and you'll see Talking With Jay. Uh, you can find me on Instagram as well on Talking underscore with underscore Jay and email me at TalkingWithJay at gmail.com if you would like to be on the next show. Thank you, Alex, for being on the show and I'll see y'all next week. Thank you.